Hey friends, my name's Stevie Taylor. Welcome to the Gig Life Podcast. My guest today is Beck Jensen. Beck is a singer-songwriter, guitar player, music teacher, studio owner, choir master and doula. She's recorded and toured with uh, Cold Chisel, Jimmy Barnes, Mahalia Barnes, Tina Harrod, Sleepy Jackson, uh, Paul McDermott and many, many more. And with the release of her new EP, Magic and Art, we sat down in her studio and we talked her career, her new EP and the elements that have shaped her into how she is today. So please enjoy. Cheers. I think we're rolling. <laughs> Beck Jensen. G'day. How you going? Good. Good. Welcome to the Gig Life Podcast. Thanks for having me. No worries. So you're at the moment in the process of planning your EP launch. Yeah, well, I'm kind of like, I've, I, I've called it a showcase, but it's a launch, but it's a showcase. Yep. You know, it's a soft launch, I suppose. Yep. Yeah. So when you say showcase, if you, you're invited certain industry types to come in and uh yeah i mean i've invited uh all of the people that i can think of really yeah, i cool. mean anyone and everyone because uh magic and art is for everyone which is the title of the ep yeah, yeah. i've been listening to it it's, oh cool yeah, it's great oh thank it's you. really good yeah yeah great yeah, yeah fantastic so um it's for everyone yeah yeah awesome and uh, Right, let's before we get to the sort of the making of the EP, let's roll right back. Oh yeah. Um, where uh, were you born in Sydney? I was. I was yep. born in Paddington. Paddington, yeah. At the Royal Women's Hospital. Okay, cool. And at what sort of age did you find yourself into music? Because your mother's. Both my parents are musicians. Okay, your father too. So yeah. my uh, my parents were uh, young musicians on the east in the eastern suburbs. Yep. And uh, my dad's been playing had been playing guitar, you know, probably from the age of about eleven or ten. And um, <clears throat> mum mum started singing oh, probably around 15 16 she really made that decision that that's what she wanted to do yep. um i don't know exactly when they met but it was not long after that so yep. they must have been around 19 or so mum was probably around well no she probably would have been about 17 or 18 yep. when she met dad yeah and they they uh did a contract in Tokyo. Yep. And, um, oh, was it Tokyo? Might have. Seoul. I don't know. Can't remember. Yeah, well, good. I wasn't there. I wasn't even yeah. there. <laughs> Not even a twinkle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the twinkles that have happened, um, just before I was conceived, they, um, they, Got the got some parts in the original Jesus Christ Superstar production in uh-huh. in Sydney, and uh, and then uh, I look. It was some point, you know, Mum was pregnant with me, um, and she did the whole show 
child pregnant with me. So I'm a Jesus Christ superstar child. Yes. And um, there are a few of us. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, there are a few of us. There was actually quite a few uh, women in the show who were pregnant. And um, we are all born within six weeks of each other. Right. And uh, we are all really good friends. And, um, How cool is that? So, you know, and then... Um, both my parents, like that, you know, they used to live with musicians in Edgecliff, and they um, decided to live on their own with me. And then, um, sadly, it, the relationship with them between them ended, and um, Mum was uh, continued continued to work as as a singer, as a professional singer and um and dad also working as a professional um bass player and guitarist. He used mm-hmm. to work for with Jackie Ozowski and um and Judy Stone and Little Patty and mm-hmm. so Dad did a lot of M D stuff, sort of in a country scene, country jazz, you know, um blues mum was more blues and soul and R and B. Yep. And um and uh, and mum was also touring um, with all of the Australian rock bands and um, doing a lot of sessions. She, you know, if you remember any of the songs or the ads on the TV in the eighties, pretty sure that was my mum singing every one of them. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So she um, she worked her butt off. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, you know, you asked me if what my introduction to the stage was. I was pretty much born on the on stage. The stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, it's a little, you know, my story's a, a unique in that way. Yeah, I yeah. think um, yeah. there's there there are a lot of kids, women, men out there who are children of musicians and stuff. Yep. Um, and it's just it's a it's a unique they're always a unique story you know yeah yeah because um, yeah. depending on the type of music I mean of you know I watch a lot of great musicians now and seeing them raise their kids and it's really really charming I yeah like yeah it. It's a different scene too eh it's yeah, yeah big time it's a different environment for yeah. sure yeah, yeah yeah and were you sing do you remember singing all your life I do right back yep. I do. Um, You know, my dad was always playing guitar. Mum was always singing. Um, I I just loved it. Like, a lot of mum and dad's friends were musicians. So, hanging out in barbecues, it was all the heavyweights. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) um, All the, you know, jamming and... Yeah. Hanging out. It's just all normal. Yeah, it yeah. was it was very normal. Um, so that was really uh, my you know my my um my first stage sort of thing. I mean, Mum always used to invite me up on stage, and or I was on the side of the stage just watching these rock gods like in excess. I have huge memories of in excess being on the side of the stage just looking down at them, going, "Oh my god!" Oh, oh your mum? Did your mum sing? She no, she was oh. singing with Noise Works. Oh right, okay. uh, yeah, at the time. But um, I remember a concert um in '88 and watching. I think I was about thirteen, fourteen. <coughs> no, no, I would have been younger than that. 
Yeah, around about 11, 10, whatever. And mm-hmm. it's just, oh, it's just so amazing. It's just so amazing yeah. and, and incredible to see that energy all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Yeah. I really got I really got high off it. Yeah, and, it's cool. um, And I guess, you know, the, the my first stage experiences on of my own were myself putting myself out there usually at school um I was really into dancing Mm -hmm. and um so um one of actually one of my first performances now that I think about it and I've I've shed a few of those layers in my mind. (laughs) Getting closer (laughs) to the answer of your question. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Was at a a talent quest at school and I asked my dad to come and play guitar for me so I could sing a Bonnie Raitt song. Awesome. No one had heard of Bonnie Bonnie Ray. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I was like, I think it was, um, she's nobody's girl. I yeah. It was just an absolutely beautiful song. I loved singing it. I used to sit in my bedroom, bedroom all the time singing it and alone. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And I went, oh, I think it was in like year five, and I was like, I want to enter the competition. Yeah. I didn't win because yeah. that was one of the hard things about my life is that people didn't get me. Uh-huh. And um, my, when I say hard about my life, I mean of just, you know, the trials and tribulations of being a young kid. Yeah. Um, you know, we all have our little things. Yeah. So I guess, um, you know, I grew up in the Northern Beaches and I just, I don't know, there were a lot of artistic people, but... Um, my feelings were that nobody got me. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't, but that's what was going on for me. Mm-hmm. So that was my first performance on the stage. Yep. I reckon. Yep. Do you and remember the reaction? Oh, Apart from people going, what the fuck's this song? I th- cried at the end of it. You, you cried? I cried. Oh, yeah. Because it was, it was just amazing, like, having that performance with my dad having them yeah, having him yeah. there I could get a little bit emotional just thinking about oh, it actually like you know just th- that's that's something that happens to I um a little personal insight is that actually is actually something that happens to me a lot over over time sometimes music can really affect me where I get emotional and yeah. I get I get like I'll have an outburst of tears or Usually, you know, like whether it be a happy tears or yeah. sad tears, it's just something that that bubbles up inside me, yeah. and I. It's a beauty oh. of magic, a beauty of music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it gets people in different ways. Yeah, yeah. so of that's course cool. it was a great reaction. I mean, yeah. I was I was a singer's daughter, so you know, my sound was a mature sound, and it mm. wasn't like you know the pop shit that kids yeah. were listening to. I yeah. was for singing a fucking body right? I want to say Sold on Funk, S-O-U-L, yep. but I have a feeling that was my mum's band. Okay. So it was like something like that. It was a soul band. It was a 14-piece band. Oh, shit. Yeah, and all, it was all these older guys. So I was 14, and 
they the two one guitarist was about 23 another guitarist was about 21 you know they were all early 20s and they had a 14 year old singer and we had a three-piece horn section we had two guitarists keyboard like one two guitarists bass player drummer one two three three horns i think we had two backing vocalists so there was like 10 piece band yep and um so i was a baby and uh, sorry were you a backing singer or were you i was the lead, lead singer. singer yeah cool yeah. awesome yeah and um, we did like um, Brothers Johnson yeah, and awesome. um, Isley, Bro- Isley Brothers yeah. and, um, you know, Cut the Cake and, you know, just all those sort of funk stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, like, we were getting all these gigs and a lot of, like, you know, there were a lot of parties and <clears throat> then we, I remember we got the Monaval Hotel and the Monaval Hotel wouldn't let me in. So it was a really interesting experience because it was like, you know, well, I'm the lead singer of the band tonight, so what do you want to do? And they're like, well, you can go out into the band room and you have mm. to stay there yeah. until we come and get you for the stage and yep. you can go on straight to the stage and then you have to leave. Yep. And that was a really weird, wacky night for me because I been brought up in nightclubs yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was sort of like a real slap in the face in a way but yep. it was cool I mean yeah. I didn't you know make a big hoo-ha about it I had quite a few you know family and friends come and everything so that was that was really cool yep mm. and when did you start writing your own music was this early on um uh, yeah I probably oh gosh I think I wrote my first song it wasn't really until I met Michael my partner um so I would have been around about 16 or 17 okay sorry I met him when I was 17 so mm-hmm. um I don't think I'd really written a song before then other than um uh, doodling with my friends, yep. making up stupid songs to other songs, you know, like, yep. I never, I, you know, yeah, that that was that. Yeah, and mm. you, you play guitar. Yes. And how early on did you start playing guitar? Um, I taught myself how to play guitar yep. when I was about 13, mm-hmm. I started probably. Yep. And... Um, I had been learning, my first instrument was a sax Mm -hmm. and my dad really wanted me to play the saxophone and I didn't kind of get it, but I get it now, you know, and that was that I learned how to read music, um, and it learned a lot about breathing as well, Mm. actually. And, um, so I'm grateful that I was pushed into that. Yeah. Um, but as soon as I went into high school, that's when I went, nah, I, I want to sing. So um, kind of a bit disappointed now as, as an adult. Um, I 
feel like I want to do it again. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's kind of a sexy instrument. Why not? But um, <laughs> the um, <clears throat> the um, so so yeah, I, I gave that up, but then was handed a guitar and a Beatles book, the hundred. I think it was like the complete Beatles. Yeah, I've got that. Yeah. yeah. And Dad handed it to me. And went, yeah. There you go, learn guitar. Yeah. And I went, what? You're not going to show me? He's like, I'll be there. You like, can you call anytime you need? Awesome. But off you go. Yeah. And um, so I learned a lot of those songs. Yeah. And, you know, they had those little, the tablature the at the top. Yeah, so, with, the, with the dots yeah, yeah, so I would just, um, yeah, learn chords that way. And um, and then I did my first gig when I was 14. It was my first solo gig. Yep. And it was this little cafe in my hometown and they had an open mic night. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got up and I sang an Aretha Franklin tune. Yeah. I can't... I think it was... It was like something simple. Mm. Something it might have been maybe I'm a fool or something. Mm-hmm. I was really, really obsessed with um, her early, her first album, like her, her first early, recording. Her early stuff. It's it's funny. Um, it's not since she's passed away mm. that some of this early stuff has start to get played on the radio. Oh, okay. For me, I've gone. Oh, fuck it all. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I only yeah. sort of knew the more commercial sort of stuff, you know. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know what you're saying. That early yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's is a. Just... It's a an album called a, a Aretha Gospel, mm-hmm. and I was really blown away by it because the recording is of her as a fourteen year old. So. For a young girl around 13, 14, I was like really, really blown away. I I learned a lot about passion and spirit and soul and and how to explore the depths of my voice with, you know, the majority of people who listen to Aretha, you know. You listen to Aretha and you get connected to the spirit and, and that's what was happening and... And for someone who's who wants to be a singer, like yep. I knew that I wanted to be a singer from a very very young age, mm-hmm. so you know being and and I was listening to Aretha from a young age, like yeah. it wasn't yeah, like yeah. that album was the first one I'd been exposed to, but, right. but it, it was, was that, given that, to me at the time of yep. the age that I yep. was, yep. Yep. and that's when I went oh yeah wow right. some depth in this yeah yeah well yeah and and and. <clears throat> Yeah, just it was it was gospel music too, and that you know I'm not I'm not a religious person, so, um, but I'm a soul singer. Yeah, and so you have to be connected to the spirit in some way or another to be a soul singer. Sure, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be religious. Yep, but you got to be. You got to be connected. You got to be connected to your humanity. I understand. Or the 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 vastness of the universe, whatever I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever you believe in. Solo career. When did you sort of realize I can probably go out and start making some money doing this? And 
as a solo artist. Yeah. Right. Okay. Maybe, well, maybe not just a solo artist, but as you know, as a solo singer with a guitar, I can go out and play sure. here. And, oh yeah. shit! I can make fucking money doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. have that? I had a epiphany. That moment. A epiphany. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was sort of. It was sort of. It wasn't like. It wasn't a, an epiphany. It was an awakening. It was a rekindling. It was a. It was a spark of 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 passion mm-hmm. that was a long time coming. Mm-hmm. I think like so. The way that my sort of story goes with the connection to my guitar is that. Um, at the end of my teenage years, I started to put the guitar down. I, I, some things happened where um, I, I have I have a I've had a love hate relationship with the guitar. Mm-hmm. It's I I don't know if I want to go into it deeply, sure. but um, I have been thinking a lot about this lately, mm-hmm. actually. Um, so there's a there's a thing, there's a love hate relationship, and I don't know whether that's connected to the fact that my dad's a guitarist. I love my dad. I don't have a love dad hate relationship with my dad, but I do with the guitar. Anyway, um, I, 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 I used to write songs like when I started writing, I would noodle, I would come up with little riffs mm-hmm. and give them to a guitarist and say, "Can we make something of this? Mm-hmm. Can we, you know?" I've got this thing. Can this be a start of a song or mm-hmm. something? And then it would turn into something. But then I put it down and just stopped doing that. And then I um, had made a record and and uh, with an amazing guitarist, Marty Haley, mm-hmm. and and um, he's a really incredible guitarist. He's a surf style sort of guitarist, isn't he? On the no, Central Coast, am I thinking? No, no. Sorry, I'm thinking of somebody else. No, no. He was a jazz guitarist, oh, okay, and um, uh, he produced um, Jimmy Little. He was in Lotel. Oh, he right, was okay. in Raw Sugar. He was in. Musical theatre, mm-hmm. like um, Smoke and Mirrors. Anyway, he um, he and I had a really fantastic relationship, and um, anyway, we did this record, and a couple of the songs on that record, I had written half of them on the guitar, mm-hmm. and um, and then when we released that record, I said to him, "Look, I think I want to play a, a play guitar," and I started with one song. And it took a long time for me to feel comfortable with that one song, mm-hmm. but um, you know everybody was really supportive, mm-hmm. and I, I big big ups and kudos and love to my fellow musicians who have been along the path with me because they've all been really supportive, mm-hmm. um, and l- allowing me to do things in my own time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when that band was kind of disjointing and Marty had said that he wanted to follow other um, ambitions I um, was sitting there thinking I think I really want to learn how to play guitar like I want to do gigs and I just started to fiddle learning some covers just at home didn't do any sets or anything I was just like 
just sort of started to build my repertoire a little bit and um and then I have uh Andrew Martinez to thank for this because he um was calling around um finding musicians for this contract in Japan that he was looking after and um he'd offered it to Mike but Michael came to me and mm-hmm. said babe this is a perfect opportunity to achieve that goal mm-hmm. I was also in the process of writing an album mm-hmm. so I was I I just seized that opportunity mm-hmm. and and took myself to Japan and so that's where to the answer to your question that's where I started to shape myself as an artist who could go out and play gigs and and play and I was lucky enough to to be there with Benel Martinez mm-hmm. only for a short time that was the first time I'd met him but you know he had a really interesting style and he showed me some things and so you know being in Japan it's a really interesting place and not a lot of people speak English so I was there it was a, it's a lonesome experience yeah, right. um, so I spent a lot of time playing, playing yeah. and writing and yep. playing and yep. writing yep. so that's and then I came back and became a, a goer I just booked these gigs just awesome. booked them and booked them and next thing you know you know fucking 300 songs and yeah that's great <laughs> That's really cool. And I'm still, my relationship is growing with the guitar. Yep. And um, my love for the guitar is is definitely growing and I hear things differently now mm. and I working hard, I'm working harder at um, um, technique, mm-hmm. which was never really a thing for me. I, I never thought about technique. I just yeah. did it. You just did it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of like what I would, do. I suppose that comes from my experience as a singer yep. because I was just given a gift and that's, you know, oh, you've got a voice, great, use it, you know, yep. off we go. So yep. um, <coughs> that's how, how I've learned and, again, just so grateful for the musicians I've had around me who have been supportive and patient yep. <laughs> more than anything I'm mm-hmm. grateful for their patience because I know I've sucked sometimes but you know that's we all have our individual ways of relationships with music I sure think and, yeah. and and yeah I'm I'm I I, I think that your relationship with music is always evolving and it's always changing and um we're all evolving as musicians as well it's the beauty of it eh? yeah Mm. and the ones who don't let's stop playing with them (laughs) (laughs) fair enough you stay there man yeah oh well you know i guess I'm I'm going i'm i'm off (laughs) yeah yeah and i I get that and i get that I, i understand now why people would not keep playing with you or yeah. not, yeah. you know, some some people come into your life and you you make great music together and then it stops and you, it. they move on yeah. or like any for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah, that's you it. Know? Yeah. That's really cool. Now, a few years ago, you were on The Voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You said that like, oh, was I? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that, was I? oh, that thing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, do you want to talk about that? I, I can talk about that. Yeah. All right, cool. Because... Uh, um, 
I remember watching the show oh, yeah. when you when you were on it, and I thought you were fucking awesome. Oh, I went, oh wow, <laughs> and then, you know, no one hit the buzzer, didn't uh-huh. turn around. Then your mum came out straight after, yeah, and I just remember because it obviously they introduced her as your mum, yes, and, yes, and the whole time I was like, look at your mum's face, oh She's yeah, fucking pissed, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, how did that want... make you feel? I I was with you. I, I I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe they didn't turn the hit the buzzer uh-huh. after the shit I'd just seen. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was I was like, fuck, this is crap. Oh, yeah. Right. So that was my that was interesting. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So so you what? So may I ask a question? Yeah, of course. The you thought this is crap when you saw Mum walk out? No, no, or no. After they didn't press for after her? they didn't they didn't press for you. Yeah. I thought, oh fuck. Oh, okay. And then your mum came out. Yeah. And then, I, and then it was like, oh, oh your mum's oh. pissed. She's fucking pissed off. You know, it was, this is cool, you know, like she's, you know. <laughs> Makes good television. Yeah, good yeah, television. yeah. So I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that experience. and. Well, ask me the questions and I'll answer them as best I can. When you walked off that stage, how did you feel? After my performance? Yeah. Um, I felt really good. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. 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 I I walked off that stage with pride. Awesome. Um, I walked off the stage. Um, <sighs> do you know what? It just was like a relief. Okay. To be honest. Yep. It, so how long? Had, what time of the? Can I ask what time of day that was? So what time would you have had to have been there? Was it late in the they, day? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. asked us to be there at seven a.m. Yep. I don't think I walked on the stage until about 6 p.m. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's a long day. I pull it out. Yes. Yeah. Pull the strings now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, the, the, the challenge in that situation is that, like, to keep you cool yeah. throughout the day. Yep. Um, I had... I had, yeah. So my experience of walking off the stage was... Um, I I knew that I'd done really well. I knew that I'd sang that song as best as I could. Yeah. And I just was like, oh, okay, that's that's over. That's it. Cool. And then I went, shit, mum. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I had no idea. I actually wanted to be really close to her was what I wanted. I had no idea. Um, I guess, you know, I've got kids and a, and a husband, so I was like... Wanted to be with them, but yep. I also wanted to know if Mum was okay and mm-hmm. see what was going on there. So. Yeah, yeah. It was emotional for me. I thought. Was it? Yeah, oh. I thought. Why was but, it emotional? Well, just for just you? seeing that the mother and daughter thing and how oh, pissed yeah. your mum was, and and because I I thought that you should have got the buzzer, so <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh man, that's it's and then Mum comes out and it's yeah. like. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, but no, it was... Mother, my mother has a, has a lot of pride. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah. and she has always been so supportive of me. And I think that more than anything, she, you know, really wanted to see me succeed. Sure. Um, and she also has her own story and you know, the drive and desire. Like, she's great on TV, without a doubt. She's an awesome um, presence on television. So uh, she enjoys it too. 
So mm. that's I think what has what drove her to be on the on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she actually wanted to be on the show to start oh, okay. with. Yep. Um, but there was a lot of pressure from the production team. Um, they wanted her to be on the show. Ah. Um, so they um, kind of you know really pushed her in the way that TV producers do. You know, so look, it, it it was emotional for the people who watch, of course, because mm. you know everybody loves their mum. Yeah. <laughs> and and well, most people yeah, like yeah. their mum. Yep. Um. And uh, no, not many people understand the relationship between singing mother and daughter mm. you know there's a few of us out there mm-hmm. and it's a unique um and and also any parent really who who's a performer and in the limelight like it's a, just a unique thing and mm-hmm. um and so i'm you know they 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 achieved what they wanted yeah right yeah yeah well said mm. they got what they wanted they got what they yeah. wanted yeah. Because you, they got me sitting there going, you yeah, were yeah, 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 yes. So yeah, they got there. They got got me watching the next week. That's right. Yeah, good. Yeah. That's right. Never so, thought of it like that. Oh. it's cool hearing that side, hearing your side of it. Yeah. Yeah, look, you know, I just, I, I feel pretty, pretty good about it. In that I, um, I've come to a good place. It was, it was, um, hard work, but um, yeah lessons learnt so um, when you put yourself into if I could say anything about that experience the thing that I've learnt from it is that that um, competition is not for me uh-huh. I don't do what I do to compare myself to others Yep. I do it for myself mm-hmm. and I do it for, my, for the love of music mm-hmm. and a lot of um, bringing. Um, I, I look. Yeah, that's that's all I say about that. Yeah, I really. You. I mean, it's if like my life has changed a lot since that experience. Yep. So um, you know, it was entertaining. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, okay, cool. You know? That's cool, yeah. yeah. That door's closed. When we yeah, it really has. Cool. Now, yeah. um, you teach as well? I do. Yes. Now, is this Soulful Mummers? Have I got that right? I, sorry, I, I read oh, something. You've, you've got on your Facebook page your yes. Soulful Mummers. Soulful Mummers is a doula page. So oh. I, I'm also a doula, a childbirth doula. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Fuck, I was way off the mark there. That's eh? all right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for that. That's all tied. It's all tied into who I am. So yeah, yeah. It's all awesome. Good, yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So um, I'm a teacher, yes. Yeah. And I just go under my name, you know, Rebecca or right. Beck Jensen, and um, I, um, I'm a choir master. So, you know, essentially that's the biggest sort of thing for me at the moment as a teacher. Yep. Um, I have a lot of, um, well, not a lot, but I have enough students. Yep. Um, private students. Yep. Um, and I teach the Welcome Choir and now we're doing twice a month. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
it's I, I teach um, people how to try I try to teach them to sing in tune and yep. um, in harmony. So right. yeah, <laughs> and so how does so how does that you have your your individual students? Yes, and then what do you, do you bring them together at, for a performance, a choir performance? No. No, no. Ah, right. Welcome choir is a is a different thing. Right. So welcome choir is uh is a um a public choir that's held once a well, it started as once a week. Yep. Then it moved to once a month. Yep. And now we're doing twice a month. So okay. we have um we're we're growing. Mm-hmm. Um and we have um uh, so pe- anybody can come. Mm-hmm. You know, no one has to sign for anything. No one cool. has to join. Okay. You just turn up on the night. Yep. And we're, our numbers are reaching th- roughly around 300 at Newtown. Ooh. So we've, <clears throat> we now have another one that we've just started out at Kasula Powerhouse Museum. Yep. Um, and we're reaching for the 1,000 number. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and I teach the song, so I... The song, right, gotcha. I teach a song, and then it's it's put together and taught, you know, and, okay. and then at the end they sing it three times, four times, and then okay. that's it. Gotcha. So, it's it's like mass singing. Mass singing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, gotcha. Um, okay. But it is teaching, so it's that's, teaching that's what I do, you know, and um, it's the, the, the types of... Um, individual private students that come my way are interesting and yeah um yeah what did you want to know about the teaching stuff like is there anything in particular or no no, no. Like, just yeah. touch on it like that yeah um yeah. so let's um let's talk about your new ep oh yeah yeah um so how long has it been in the making um i started in april this year so 2018 oh, okay. yep um, to the pre-production then, and then, um, we were in the studio in May, and it's now October, and it's just come out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, it sound, sounds like something that's been going for a long time, but oh. you pulled it together, it sounds fantastic. Yeah, I mean, really look, good. some of the songs, um, you know, they weren't written in a day. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> but, um, they, um are songs that I've been sitting on for a little while and some of them are actually really new too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the there was no pressure. I, I put no pressure. Oh, sorry, let me rephrase that. I didn't put pressure on myself to, oh, I've got to put an album out now. And, you know, mind you, that did happen yeah. <laughs> this year. Right. But um, only because I think that, that's what you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. you do. Yeah. And I just knew that that it would happen when the time was right. I yep. didn't want to. Um, I didn't want to. Kind of, I don't know. It's. I just feel. I just felt really differently, and I wanted to re, re adjust the sound, um, to be true. To myself, to, to your roots and yeah, that kind of thing. True to myself. To yourself, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, I have been uh, like I'm saying that this is roots music. It's yeah, roots yeah, yeah. soul music because 
Um, it's it the closer I am to who I am, that is who I am. Yeah, I understand. I was raised on good music. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But in the soul soul blues R and B um of the fifties and sixties. Yep. You know, R and B nineties, that's not my jam. Yeah. But R and B of the fifties and sixties. Yep. Love it. That's really love cool. It. And so, who do you have play on your album? I've no idea who's Oh, okay. So um I have uh, Mitch Rogers on drums. Mm-hmm. On the majority of the tracks, um, and he is a young cat who's been touring with Reese Maston quite okay. a bit lately, okay. um, and he's done a couple of gigs with um, his brother, who is Ben Rogers, who mm-hmm. is married to Mahalia Barnes. Oh, okay. So he's in the family. Okay. Yeah. And um, Joel Burton's on bass. Nice, yeah. Pardon me. That op- the first song, that opening run. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Great. Yeah, yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, Joel Burton's on bass. Yep. Look, he just, he's just such an incredible player. I've always loved Joel's yeah. playing. Ever since I heard him, I was just like, whoa. He's right on the money. Who's that Cause dude? Because obviously when I listen to music, I first thing I go for is the rhythm section. Okay. I'm just drawn there. Great. Excellent. And, and they just they bang on, yeah. they're spot on. It's brilliant. Yeah. Really well, good. we recorded um, we recorded all of the rhythm and guitar live. Oh, None wow. of it's to click. Yeah, that's the, great. The yeah. whole album, both playing at the same time. All of us, the oh, three of fantastic. us. Yeah, that's great. So I've played it's the on. guitar it's... as well. So I'm on all the guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then. Well, the first track's a mighty track, obviously. Yep. Um, when you hear it, you go, oh. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, Look out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was kind of a dream come true, really. I was yeah. just, you know, wake up one day and go, oh, what can I put on yeah. today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Ladies, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's um, oh, so myself on guitar, Joel Burton, Mitch Rogers, Clayton Dolly on organ and a uh, Hammond organ yep. and Wurlitzer. Yep. Um, on the on three tracks mm-hmm. he played on, um, and then Michael Wheatley on um, Fender Rhodes. He also played Whirly, Also played a bit of synth. Mm-hmm. Um, the horn section on that first track is um dave weir and daniel moore Mm -hmm. um and the acoustic guitar is actually played by paul mason Mm -hmm. because i love him yeah yeah. (laughs) and i was like come over yeah put something on it (laughs) (laughs) and um and uh, then um, the the very last, I sang, actually sang all the BBs on it, and then at the last minute went, nah, I need the girls. Yep. <laughs> and I called them up and got them in. So um, just for uh, that track, and they just like laid a bit of um, bed on Good Morning My Lover. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, Natasha Stewart, Winita Tippins, and Jade McRae. Mm-hmm. 
um, then the rest is all me, and then the last track, which is She Is Free, mm-hmm. is... That's a monster track. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, goosebumps when I listen to that. Oh. I was listening to it on the way over. Yeah, that's that's oh. awesome. Who's playing slide guitar? So I was just about to say, that's yeah. Franco Raggett. Okay. Yeah, Franco Raggett, and um, the drums are played by Ivan Jordan. Mm-hmm. And my son Angel Wheatley. Really awesome. Yeah, so two drums on that. Great. And which is big sound such too. Nice big sounding drums. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I yeah. love having the two drums. Um, and double bass is Sarah Home. Uh, she's a she's a very young girl who's um, up and coming. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's that. It's that's, awesome. That's well done. Album. Congratulations. Thank you should be you. proud. I, I, I am very proud. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, really, really dig it. And I hope yeah, everyone else does. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look, it's been nothing but love. Yeah, know? awesome. And, um, and I don't know, I, like, I, 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 I had a really good time making it. Yeah. I went through some moments of um, struggle, like in that, um, one of the tracks I would, you know, come in and sing it and then sit with it for a couple of days and then go, nah, nah need to yeah. redo it, yeah. you know, and yep. then, but I, I'm like that. I tend to, um, I'm a perfectionist. Yep. Um, so, uh, but I also like to leave things as well. I have to. I'm. I'm getting better at knowing when, when it's go. when it's time to let go and when it's time to keep. Yep. Um, so you know, my biggest challenge I found was the the guitar stuff. But mm-hmm. um, at the same comes t- back to that relationship with the guitar. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, but also this album was all about that. This album is cool. all about the guitar and me and awesome. my relationship with it and exploring myself as an artist like that. Yeah. And, you know, I know I'm not the most perfect guitarist. I know I'm not the most perfect singer, for fuck's sake, but... Oh, you do all right. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, awesome. Um, but, but I'm... This is... This is how I do it. This is how I roll. I, I, I learn from doing it. And, and I just, I give it as art. Yep. And that's why the album is called Magic and Art. Because I believe in the powers that create feelings and emotions in people. Sometimes I look at, at music like magic. Mm-hmm. You can, like you say, you get goosebumps from that track. Yeah. I have no idea what gives you goosebumps in that track, but it could be. Yeah, it's sometimes. It's a feeling. I, I don't know it's what an it emotion. is. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a set, the words. It's, a, it's, the, it's usually a sound for me. It's a. Yeah. It's a group of sounds that come together to just. Oh. Yeah. Oh, makes you do something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. That's yeah. it. It's different for everybody, you know. Yeah, but, it yeah. is, and and I actually I was very so grateful. I had the most beautiful phone call from from someone unexpected this morning, and he was like, "Oh, I'm just listening to your record so much. I'm up to like the tenth time, and <laughs> I'm learning the lyrics now." Oh, yeah, and yeah. Like, I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, and he's like, "You've done such great, yeah. great work," and yeah. I was like, "Oh, what's your favorite song?" 
and it's the song that I thought that people wouldn't like, you know. So there was, you know, one of the tracks, I'm not going to say which it is, yep. but one of them is one that I, it's so personal to me that I don't know if people are going to hear what is the, what's in it. Yep. But it's also the thing that people actually really enjoy. Yep. So it's, I just have to go with that flow (laughs) and, and, and detach. It's constantly, I'm finding that, you know, it's really interesting to, um, you can all have a laugh at this, but, um, I, I'm, I released this in the moon cycle. So the full moon was when, oh, so sorry. You're right. So sorry. That's all good. Damn those alarms. <laughs> the, um, the full moon was when I told people about the launch. Yeah. The new moon was when I released it. That's cool. And then the full moon will be when the launch is again. Brilliant. So it's... No one's going to laugh. He's going to laugh oh. at that. If you laugh at that, <laughs> well, you're an idiot. But it's, <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's a really powerful thing to me. And um, I am very connected to the universe and the stars and the, you know the, I, I believe in in the pool and um and I also believe in magic so whether um you know I could talk about that forever but uh you know keep keep going into the different things that I know about all that stuff but I mm-hmm. I'm I'm a hippie child my love cool. so um I was raised um with uh I had a nanny and uh she Is this because mum was out performing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh she, she this nanny used to come on the road with us sometimes. Oh right. <coughs> and look after me while mum was performing yeah. and um she is a spiritual healer. Mm-hmm. And um so I was raised on um the spiritual world and connecting to the spiritual world, mm-hmm. um, including God, including Buddha, including, you know, um, Ganesha and the fairies and the you know elves and dolphins yep. and and uh, angels. So um, it's a it, that spiritual realm is 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 in the foundation of who I am mm-hmm. um you know crystal healing um you know homeopathics chinese medicine mm-hmm. like uh, it, it's vast it's very broad sorry and um i'm literally skimming the surface mm-hmm. if that right now like you know i'm not talking deeply about it i'm just sort of saying that that's a part of who I yeah. am. So, um, and what I've found too is that a lot of magic and art that comes through in my in my content in the in that I um, things I write about yeah. and the things that I um, that were coming through in this particular record anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know. <laughs> My last EP, which was released in 2014, was named Lucky. Mm-hmm. And that was because I felt lucky, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So it's like kind of magic and art is like an ex- like 
the next level, you know. Gotcha. I feel like I've grown so much. I've actually explored so much. And you actually mentioned before about the, you know, soulful mamas. And I mentioned that I'm a doula and some people will go, what the hell is a doula? Never heard of that word. Um, it's a Greek word for, for woman's assistant. Mm-hmm. And I studied to be a childbirth doula in 2016. Mm-hmm. So I released the EP. Things didn't sort of go that great in that I... With, with lucky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <coughs> it was a shock, I think. I feel like it was a shock to people. They didn't know how to receive the music. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I also didn't know how to to get it out there in that, you know, I'm an independent artist. I don't seek um, help mm-hmm. from from, re- from record labels or anything mm-hmm. like that. So um, it wasn't in my radar at the time. And, <clears throat> you know, I, I did, I pushed avenues with it, but um, I didn't, um, I didn't push it as hard as I could probably because that the people weren't receiving it as I thought they would. They didn't get it. <laughs> so so when so you were sort of waiting to see how it went before you pushed it or No, no, no. No, no, no. You just were kind of seeing how it was just, going and just, just visualize just seeing the way people were reacting to it. Yep. And, and then you just and then I just kind of yeah I still perform the songs okay, don't get cool. me wrong like cool. I love half the songs on them and you know there's there's ones that really stick with me but um, it just yeah it just didn't it was it was just it's different and but it, for me um, exploring the the depths of my songwriting mm-hmm. and um the things that that Tim and I because Tim Tim Hall produced it mm-hmm. as well and he and I had been writing together for a while we wrote a, a lot of songs and eventually I went oh, I I want to release some of these mm-hmm. and um so it it wasn't entirely me it was me and him yep. and it has Tim's influence throughout it so Mm -hmm. it's it's just it was just like a duo in a sense you know rather than just beck jensen even though i i i said this is beck jensen yeah so i don't know if that's because of that reason Mm -hmm. or what but anyway i've kind of lost my train of thought um back to yeah lucky and oh no i'm just talking about like like I was, I did feel really lucky at the time. Yep. And I was grateful and, you know, I lo- I really enjoyed making that record. Cool. I really enjoyed writing those songs. I love Timmy. I love the people who are on that record. Yep. Um, it's just different. Mm-hmm. And with this album, I produced Magic and Art. So... That is the difference there is where I just harnessed my abilities and the the sounds in my head yeah, cool. and really went, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. 
but also allowing the magi- magicians, the magicians on the record. Yeah, magicians, <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> the magicians that came and played, musicians that yeah. came and played on the record, um, you know, they brought their talents and um, there's a, a really beautiful thing that happens when you just allow people to be themselves, I think, and... I put a lot of trust in people and um, trust in myself too. Like, you know, there was a real shift in in who I am with this record. And I have to say that being a doula and changing the way that, you know, I've, I've brought a few babies, quite a few babies into this world. Mm-hmm. But my role is not to bring them in. I usher them in. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that holds the door, <laughs> yep. so to speak. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. I I hold their hand. I hold the ladies' hands. Um, I I give them guidance to and the baby guidance to come into the world and be birthed as a human mm-hmm. being. And as a mother, mm-hmm. and a and a papa, or or yep, whoever sure. else is is in that relationship. Mm-hmm. So, um, my the that I've changed. I'm a completely different person than I ever was before yep. I became a doula. Yep. And I always knew that I would be a doula. Mm. Um, I had a doula for my children when I when I birthed, um, and. It just, I knew, I just went, oh, that's something I want to do. Mm-hmm. That's amazing because the, the you know, it's just, you, you every woman needs to have one. Mm-hmm. It's just any person who's giving birth needs to have someone, he needs to have a, have someone with knowledge, you mm-hmm. know, like this is the thing that, like I, I studied, what happens to people when they birth things, mm-hmm. birth babies, sorry. <laughs> but I actually, through the process of this, this EP and the release, I had to, I had to adore myself and I had to really look at my behaviors, change things that I was doing, um, <clears throat> ask myself really true, strong questions about who I am mm-hmm. and is it true? And is it, is you know, because the closer you are to being yourself, the more people are going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just, I, that's, I've, yeah. That's where I'm at. That's cool. Yeah. So, do you have plans to um, to tour the? EP? I do actually. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's it's a hard thing. I'm finding to find the time for everything. Yeah. Um, as I have to work still. Yeah. And I have to um still, um, you know, get all the promotions done and I am funding it myself. I haven't asked for any money from anyone for this project. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
it's a little bit challenging, but that's okay. I'm just going, yep. uh, you know, trusting in the universe and, and uh, allowing things to come at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the plan is to get on the road for sure because uh, my two children are not children anymore. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've, I've come in... This is the other thing that's so unreal about my life right now and that I I'm free mm. to there's nothing holding me back <clears throat> um you know and when I and I say that and that like you know I know that kids don't hold you back I know but, exactly. yeah. but you know you always have that worry oh I've got to get home because my little boy's gonna you know I'm gonna miss his first step or I'm gonna miss that that birthday party or you know yep. all those sort of things I don't have that anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's the next book yeah I've put one you know part a on the shelf gotcha. <clears throat> and now going into part B and that is a brilliant wonderful exciting feeling I hope that people see that I hope that people you know like like I said you know People are really enjoying this EP and um, they dig the sound. So, you know, um, my relationship, like I said, with guitar and just playing, that's all I want to do is play, you know. Like, that was another thing, actually, that was behind this record is that I just want to play. Yeah, cool. So what I'm just going to be me so that people who regardless of whether I do a gig solo or with a full band, it's still going to be me. Yeah. It's still going to be as close to me as possible and they'll just dig it. So yeah. it's gonna. I'm, I'm hoping to do a solo, a solo run yep. and then a bar, a band run. Yep. But, um, I, I just got to know, I got to figure out how that's going to work. Cause it's, it is nerve wracking. It is, you know, that I think, the, the challenge that comes with touring this country is the size. Yeah. The size of the country. And yeah. um, we're certainly not Europe. And yeah. we have a lot less people. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think, you know, I, I just want to, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to do the best I can. That's awesome. all I can say is that I can just do the best I can to get, get the music out there and okay. get it played on radio so that I can do a show in, in another town and, you know, um, because the money doesn't come out of thin air. Yeah. You know, yeah. it you need the people at the gig yeah, yeah, yeah. to pay your band. That's right. Yeah. And to, or to pay me or to pay for the petrol or to pay for, you know, it's all it's all relative yeah. to to doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am just um, doing everything I can to to fall in line with that vision, yeah. um, the best I can. Awesome. You know, I. I I can't ask any myself to do anything. What do I say? I can't ask myself to do any less than that. You know, like can only be me. That's it. <laughs> can only do what you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, it's it's an exciting 
thing. I'm I'm pretty um, I'm keen. Yeah, yeah. I'm keen yeah, to get out there. I want to play in Byron and yeah. and Breezy. I'm really keen to get to Breezy. I want to. Oh, everyone's been talking about Breezy. and yep. Sussing that out. But I also have like quite a lot of fans here in Sydney who actually have been saying, you know. You invite them to the show and they're oh, I'm so sorry, I can't make it to the show. And I'm like, oh, okay, better put another one on there that night. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah. You know, yeah. So just trying to think about, you know, keeping that flow happening. And um, I feel I, I have a really good time in my music and I think the, the thing about songwriting is to sort of you know, be able to write songs that make it good for people to play, make it fun for people to play, yep, yep. you know, so that you can keep keep it interesting and, and they get a chance to fly. Yep. I want my bass player to fly. I want my keyboard player to fly. I want, you know what I mean? So awesome. it's about writing. It's not just all about me, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. It's, you know, I'm not that kind of person. Yeah. I'm a people person. Yeah. I love people. I love my, the people I play with. I love my fans. I love anybody who's in that fucking room or around me. <laughs> yeah. I just, I have a love and appreciation for human beings. And, um, I always endeavor to, to, to show that and to bring, bring a, bring that spark, that magic, that, that art to, to stimulate people to feel their, themselves, to feel the depths of their humanity, Mm -hmm. um, through music. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting, like, you know, someone said, there's been a shitty month, you know, there's shitty things happening where people dying and um, people with cancer or um, someone, you know, uh, I actually have a fan of mine who, um, she loves music, she's really great, but geez, she's had a shit run um, with her partner going to jail and having to sell a house and just all these crazy things, you know, where... Um, and and then I have a student who is quite young, and her uh, the the mother just lost her dad, but then her partner is losing his mum. So it's like they're going through a, a thing, right? And I I didn't know this, and I was like, oh, you're gonna come to launch it, and she's like, oh, we've got this going on, and I was like, sounds like you just need a little bit of music in your life yeah. anyway, like. Yeah. That some not a, people don't use music like tools. Yep, yep. They 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 get in the car and they put the radio on, and that's it. Mm. You know, whereas I, you know, a lot of people who I know and you know, I mean, I obviously I'm surrounded by artistic people, but um, you know, I will put an album on to cry okay i will put an album on to dance mm-hmm. i'll put a particular album on to laugh mm-hmm. you know there's like my my 
my son's favorite band is Tenacious D and you know the laughter that goes on that they know every single word they know every little nuance and it's so great there's yeah. always so much laughter you know mm. and 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 that's what some um, what I get to see all the time and I get to feel that and and um I think that that people you know being being the choir master of Welcome Choir has taught me that as well, mm-hmm. is that I see hundreds of people every month who come in wanting to connect to music. They want to connect to their their song, mm-hmm. to their voice, you know, and I always say that to them. It's like, you know, yeah, you're, you know, and they, they're shit scared. Mm. They walk in that room and they're straight for the bar. They're like, get that beer, whiskey, whatever they're going to have, you know, to calm their nerves down because they think, oh, fuck, what am I doing here? Oh, my God, oh, my God, I don't, there's no way I can do this. Or, you know, I might teach a part and then I see their faces just become like walls of fear. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, it's okay. Like, just there's so much to learn. There is so much to learn. And, yeah. and, and... And I'm talking about them, you know. Obviously, I'm always I'm always putting myself in the in the learning space because I'm a teacher. Yep. I'm always teaching, so I must always learn. Yep. It's it's just where I have to be. Yep. Um. And the I at Welcome Choir, I talk about the powers of music mm-hmm. and. I also give people, I, I remind them of the fact, I believe, and I'm just sitting here, I've just been looking at, you know, we've got this Aboriginal print here in yeah. front of me and I'm looking at it and it makes me think about this, what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Music is in our DNA. Mm-hmm. It is in every single human being. We know music. Mm-hmm. We know rhythm. We know pentatonic scales. We know how to sing. Because our mothers and our fathers sang to us the second we were created. Mm-hmm. They themselves were singing songs, you know. Um, the, the minute... You know, when my son was born, my daughter actually was born and Amazing Grace was singing uh, by Mahalia um, Jackson. Mm-hmm. So I named Grace Mahalia mm-hmm. is her middle name. Mm-hmm. And for Amazing Grace, mm-hmm. so I called her Grace Mahalia. Like <laughs> it just made sense, you awesome. know. Yeah. And, um, and that soul music, spirit music was playing when she was born. Mm. And it's just in us. It's in us. And when you, when you just go, oh, right, okay. So I don't actually need to worry. I don't need to go, oh, I can't sing. Because m- half the people who come into Welcome Choir say, I don't know why I'm here. I can't sing. Yeah. Yet they're there for a fucking choir. I'm like, okay, well, let's just fucking change. I think it. I said when I first, when I came to singing lessons with you, I think I said that. I come to singing lessons, I, I can't sing, but 
you know. Probably I can sing a little bit, or otherwise it wouldn't have come yeah, here. Eh? Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. it's a language that that gets we put on ourselves. Protect ourselves, I guess. Yeah, yeah mm. because you know, for whatever reason, someone told you to shut up, or someone <laughs> said, "No, nah, you're not good," or you didn't like the way your voice sounded, right? But we we, it's just around us all the time, you know, and. In, in even mundane things, mm. you know, I like to imitate sounds. I like to imitate birds. I like animals. Um, fucking trains. I love trains. Mm. I love trains. I love the rhythm of trains. I love, I don't know, this is a thing. Mm. But, um, yeah, there's just music everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely everywhere. It's just a matter of turning to it and... Um, being disciplined, you know, doesn't mean that you're good all the time. Like I'm just saying, like as a as a, you know, people who come into um, I don't know. I'm always asking the question: What makes a good musician? That's right. You're turning your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Because what makes a good musician, you know, like the kid, okay, the little kid, like you see these little videos lately and this is just a question. I'm not saying I'm right or wrong, but there's a, you know, these little videos of a little four-year-old. The little drummer and the the little little four-year-old drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Chop, Chop City. Yeah, yeah, Chop City, yeah. But is that a good musician yeah, because right. he's just chop city? Because he can play a sick beat? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Is he doing that? You know, I don't know. I'm, that, I'm just up, like throwing that out there yep. because, you know, that that all kids are are into mimicking. They like to explore music. Oh, if I go dung, dung, Dong, dong, and everyone goes, yeah, that's in time. They go, oh, okay, dong, dong, right, dong, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah everyone's reacting, great, yeah. yeah. And they still, dong, dong, they're still going on that fucking drum, right? <laughs> but um, but then you know, the the other kid next to it's more more talented because it's going. So, oh, my kid's more talented than your kid. I don't know. That's the shit that stops a kid from singing or playing or following a path. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, of course, there are generations where, you know, particularly, I think we're coming out of that generation where. They, you know, the the parents would say, oh, you can't be a musician, you'll never get anywhere. You know, like, I think that was last generation. Yeah. But then there's a whole lot of shit I don't know, man. I, I'm a musician's kid. Mm-hmm. So all I know is music, 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 music. Yeah. And that's the life that I love. And... Childbirth. I'm yeah. really passionate about that. Yeah, that's cool. But I'm a pa- I'm passionate about that because it's it I you know it's um it's deep. Yep. It's deep in the valley. <laughs> that's cool. And uh, 
and I believe in um, the power of, of women. In fact, that's what, what um, I Know You're Ready is all about. And that's why it's for all the ladies. Yeah, that's fantastic. It's a, it's um. I wrote it after um, after a birth that I was at, and mm-hmm. it um, yeah, just kind of flowed. Mikey helped me. Michael, my partner, helped me a little bit with the lyrics. I just got stuck on a little couple of lines there, and yep, I said to him help me <laughs> what do you love about women yeah is what i said oh yeah right yeah ask them the question well he's around i he's around a lot of women yep um we have a lot of um dancers and uh burlesque performers in our life so yep. um you know it's a burlesque is an interesting um realm mm-hmm. and uh yeah so He's he's around really incredible women and and some men, but mm-hmm. mostly women, mm-hmm. who who um, perform uh, with the flesh, yep. you know, yep. flesh orientated yep. um, industry. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's very empowering for the person who's doing it and the person who's watching it, you know, because there are, you know, every woman is beautiful. Every man is beautiful. Every human being is beautiful. Every animal is beautiful. Ah, you know, I'm a vegan as well because I I believe in a peaceful existence, you know, believe in caring and loving and being, being cool. Fantastic. <laughs> well, Beck, this has been great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Fantastic. Oh, thank good. you so much. Um, I, I wish really you... appreciate you asking me to come and. Have oh, a sweet chat. as. No, all good. <laughs> and I wish you all the best with your thanks. Your music and yeah, man. I your hope path that, um... and journey, and I'm 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 following along. Yay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, put I'm the EP pr- back on already. radio in the car when I, get, <laughs> when I head out. So I think I'm gonna push. Um, push a couple of tracks on Triple J on Earth and see Great. if I can get some, some happening there. But, uh, you know, um, getting it out there as best I can. And, That's what you can do. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you so much for just giving me the opportunity to have a chat. And Sweet as. Talk yeah. about Too my easy. life. <laughs> yeah, and, I'm, I'll, you know, I'll link any links that you've got to your music. I'll Great. put them in the show notes of the Unreal. podcast. And, awesome. Um, what's the date today? Just I don't even know. Seventeenth, sixteenth. Okay. Sixteenth, I think it is. By the time this comes out, you may have already done your show. Yeah. So. You said November or something, didn't you? Oh no, no, it should be end of this month. Well. Okay. By the end of this month or early November. Mm-hmm. But so let's just say it came out. Oh, great show! Your show yeah. was awesome, Beck. Yeah. Woo! Man, you smashed it, man. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, sweet. Oh, it's gonna be an amazing show, and yeah. um, oh, there is a show. Uh, that I'll be doing on the 16th of November at Market Street in Crow's Nest. Yep. I hope I got that right. (laughs) (laughs) Market at Market Street, I think it's called. Yeah. Uh, in Crow's Nest and, uh, it's a, it's a, a really beautiful venue, amazing people, 
I'm going to have my band. Awesome. Um, so that's going to kind of be another sort of mini launch I'll be invo- inviting people to. So awesome. please come along. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you can get dinner and show as well if awesome. you want. Yep. Um, market at Market Street, it's called. Sweet and uh, in Crow's Nest. And what else? Oh, there's... um. Look, I've already started writing the next EP. Great. Yep, I want to do another one as soon as I can. That's good. So, uh, Keep the ball rolling. Yeah, I really, really Watch enjoy it, man. Yeah, it's good. Like, as I just hope I can keep writing good songs. Well, I make the most of this. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, Beck. Thanks so much. Thanks, All right, sweet Thank Ed. Thank you so much. All right, cheers.